A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to a fabulously festive episode of Wellness with Lizelle. And we have had the most incredible year here at Lizelle Wellbeing. So I'd just like to take an extra moment before we get going to thank you sincerely for all your support and your really kind comments. You know, I especially appreciate the reviews that you leave for this podcast. I absolutely do read every single one. So if you've not left me a note on the review page where you download, I would love it if you could. It's so great to connect with you. Now, we are recording this just before Christmas, and so I thought it would be only right and proper to introduce a few notes of seasonal beauty and well-being to enhance the airwaves. And with that in mind, I am delighted to welcome an old friend of mine to my studios, someone who I have enjoyed many a botanical field trip with to all kinds of far-flung parts of the world. She is Jennifer Hirsch, ethnobotanist extraordinaire, Welcome, Jen. Thank you. I'm delighted to be here. It is very nice to be here. Now, where are you from originally, just so that we get that right, right with your accent? So originally I'm from Alexandria, Virginia. Okay. But my accent's been smoothed by 22 years this year of living in the UK. Well, nearly smooth because we have this joke, particularly at this time of year, when we're decorating the Christmas trees. Can you say um, what you hang on your trees? Uh, ornaments? No, I'm thinking something beginning with B, maybe. I can't say bauble. 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 Bauble, exactly. <laughs> Our trees are full of baubles. <laughs> there are very few words that I cannot pronounce properly. That is one of we them. We did discover that many Christmases ago. Now, I'm really thrilled to have you here, Jen, because I just find that at this time of the year, it just seems to be that we are surrounded by so many unusual and interesting plants that really only seem to make an appearance in our lives in December. You know, if we think of things like holly and ivy and mistletoe. How come some of these plants are so interwoven with our festivities? I think those ones are particularly British. They grow, they're native to the country. And they so they have a long heritage. They really peak at this time of year. Mm. You really see holly's berries when there's nothing else and the evergreen leaves. And mistletoe, of course, comes into its own in this season when you see the big balls and trees. Mm. And you can really see them because there are not any leaves. There are not all these fantastically gorgeous colors of the summer yeah. that are distracting. So you start to appreciate these little things. And mistletoe actually is really interesting because you're right, you see it growing in other trees. It's like a parasitic plant, isn't it? Tell us how it grows. So it 
sends out suckers through the bark of trees and latches on and actually takes its nurture from them. So it's kind of thieving, if you think about it. A thieving but plant. A thieving plant. There are plenty of them that work that way. But it becomes really interesting when you look at air quality and the impact of air quality on our well-being because mistletoe is a really good indicator. It doesn't grow or the air isn't clean. Isn't that interesting? So is that mm. why we see it more in the countryside, perhaps? Absolutely. I don't think I've ever seen it in London. Not saying anything about London's air quality well, it's against another city. Not, not quite as good as an open space. But in an open space in the in rural England and Britain, you see it all over. And I've heard that if you want to grow mistletoe, you, you get the berries and you rub them into apple trees particularly. Is that right? Yes, especially where there's like a fissure or a break in the bark that gives them a good place to start. Okay. And it's one of those things you could spend a lot of time doing it and a bird could come and drop a seed in exactly the right place and that'll be the one that takes off. And that's But right. it's worth trying if it's something you want. I, I do love it, but we have to be careful because the berries are poisonous, are they? They are. And it's not something you'd want to have at low level where you have animals and kids around. It's something that mm. really belongs up in a tree out of the way. Mm. And talk about it being up and uh, out of the way. Where has this come from, this tradition of kissing under the mistletoe? Because we hang it up, don't we, and go under. Yeah, I don't really know. And it's interesting because their famous, famous Cole Porter song about kissing under the mistletoe. And it's actually, they're kissing under a completely different plant. I mean, what are they kissing under? <laughs> Just a different, a different genus entirely. Of, but it's also similarly a oh. plant that grows on other trees and relies on the tree. But very interestingly that they took a tradition mm. that was clearly important and when people went to the americas that was a tradition they took with them they recognized a plant as being similar and therefore it has a common name of mistletoe oh interesting but it's not botanically the same botanically i guess maybe it was it was hung up high because we know the berries are poisonous and so you want to keep it out of arm's reach and then people just sort of decided to have a nice snog underneath it maybe i think it's yeah <laughs> christmas is a season of love isn't it yeah. like it's, you know <laughs> and there's all those traditions around holly and ivy and which yeah. one comes into the house first in terms of which partner Ooh, in a marriage a is yeah oh, i didn't know that what's the I, rule i can't remember but one of them has goes. to come first but one of them comes first meaning the woman is going to dominate the house that year Ooh, okay and, what do you mean that year that lifetime that lifetime but every year you have an opportunity to rebalance the, the who's dominant in well the that's household. clearly why I don't know about this because I don't think there's any kind of opportunity for rebalancing in my household <laughs> very possibly <laughs> but you know looking at these berries we've got things like holly as you say it is you know out at the moment we're you know down on my farm we've we've got lots of holly and the birds absolutely love the berries Um, But just as with mistletoe, these berries are are toxic, aren't they? They are quite poisonous. Yeah, holly, it's more than the prickles that should really put you off holly. Holly has a lot of tannins that are very powerful, but they're also um, emetic, so they make you What does that mean, emetic? It makes you, they're things that make you throw up. Oh, so it, it could be useful if, so you, it could if be, you need to throw up. If you, know, you, if you need to throw up, I suppose it could be useful. Mm. I wouldn't want to experiment with it. I'd rather go with good old charcoal that is safe to consume. 
Okay, as a, what, as an emetic? Yeah, that's one. Charcoal mm. works to absorb toxins. It's yes, a huge skincare trend at the minute. We see yeah. it all over the place. But it has been in ERs all over the world as a really simple way. ER, what, in, emergency rooms. Do they use charcoal? Yeah. If Gosh. you overdose, it's one of the things they rely on because a very small amount of charcoal can absorb an enormous amount of toxins. That's really interesting, mm. isn't it? I have seen recently these charcoal sticks that you put into water bottles. In fact, I was doing um, a piece recording recently with Anthea Turner, and she's going to be featuring in our spring magazine soon, and we were in her kitchen, and she had a water jug with this big black stick in it. And I said, oh, what's that? And she said, oh, it's my charcoal stick. And it's a, you, you put it in the water jug, and it's supposed to absorb the impurities. Yeah, it's, just a, it's a really basic filter. Mm. If you look at any of those fancy filters that you can yeah, buy. like the Brita water filters. All that's charcoal. in them is charcoal. Mm. And it's been doing the job for centuries, and we've known about it for a really long time. And it, it does this great job of absorbing mm. things out of the environment, that whether it's impurities on your skin yeah. or... It's something in your body. It's a really, that would be my go-to. I'd burn up a bit of wood and make and charcoal. Make charcoal. Wow. And it, it makes me laugh because I'm so passionate about the power of plants. Mm. And it's proof that even burnt to a crisp, absolutely dead, they are still potent and effective. Gosh. And talking about being potent, getting back to the berries, mm. why is it that these berries that are going to grow new life, why is it that they are so poisonous, some of them? Is, so, it, is it to stop them being eaten by animals? Some of it's to stop them being eaten. Some of it's part of the protective chemistry against all of the sort of environmental incursions that they might experience. Mm. I mean, it's a good... The birds eat berries. They're the intended, like if you look at holly, a bird mm. is the intended recipient of the holly berry. And their digestive tract is completely equipped to handle the chemistry of the berry. Interesting. So, so it's that, about the right distribution method. And then they will poop out the, the berries as they fly and, and propagate and grow the plant again. And they're propagating them at a distance from the mother plant. So it can also be that some of that chemistry is intended to keep the berry fresh mm. and intact until it goes through the digestive system. So that way it doesn't you don't end up with the parent being crowded out by its babies because if they fall to the ground, they won't necessarily germinate there. Right. Gosh, it's so fascinating, isn't it? Plants are so clever. Such a, a great subject. Now, another botanical that we seem to be bringing in a lot of is pine. And that might be mm. pine needles through Christmas trees. Or Is a Christmas tree a pine tree, first of all? Have I got that right? Well, they're all conifers. Okay, and so, that's the difference, is it? Yeah, some of them are... Nordman fir is abies, and then I grew up with cedars. So my godmother would go out into the woods and just chop down the top, not even the entire tree, just the top part of the tree, and bring a cedar back. So for me, the smell of cedar is what Christmas is about. Mm. And so pine's a bit of a different smell, but they're all amazing. The essential oils in these trees and conifers are really potent, effective. We find them in all sorts of fine fragrance as mm. cedar woods, which is actually juniper. We find them um, all over our houses in the season. I mean, it's just so many different well, conifers. What, what I love about pine is it's very cleansing property and it's antibacterial. Mm. Um, and you, you know, you talk about finding it all over the house. If you look at most of the natural remedies for cough syrups, expectorants, that kind of thing, a lot of them will have some kind of cedar or pine or balsam 
And they call that note balsamic because it really is very distinctively um, from the conifer family and it's from balsam and it's it's that resinous kind of very green. It's a very hard Mm. smell to describe. It's sort of warm and green. Warm and green and a bit spicy sometimes at the back of your nose. And it's really... If you have a cold, it's a wonderful thing to inhale, to mm. put a few drops yeah. of an essential oil into hot water and just put your head over the steam mm. and you'll really feel the difference. Yeah. yeah. But it's also because you said rightly, it's antibacterial, bacteriostatic, and it's one of the reasons that you can find it in really natural cleaners. Mm. It's because it does a great job of knocking out that bacteria. Mm. So again, if you're flying, as I know you're going to be yeah. in the run up to Christmas, it's a wonderful thing to take some of those essential oils with you on the airplane because airplanes, I'm convinced, are a major vector of colds and disease viruses and bacteria that's flying around in an enclosed space that and is it's a great way of tackling such a good it. plan i am literally going to do that as soon as we finish <laughs> this i'm going to get one of those little misty spritzer bottles mm. just put some pure water in there and then a few drops of pine and i have to shake it obviously to disperse it and then just spritz it on the plane yeah. so you can just sit there you can spritz it around you you can freshen the air you can inhale it can you inhale yeah. the droplets of, of that i use a little bottle that's got a blend of things like pine and eucalyptus mm. and cedars and i just put a couple of drops on a tissue and then mm. hold the tissue over my nose Great. or on the inside of my wrist yeah so it's not something i would necessarily want directly in contact with skin those essential oils are so powerful. Yeah, they are strong. But if you're diluting them in something like sweet almond oil, you can make something that's really effective, really easy. Mm. And they do say that a lot of bacteria enters your system through your nose. So it's just breathing it in, not even the contact. That is quite scary, isn't it? Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. 
Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Well, I remember when I was researching my first book on oils, vital oils, and I was looking at the, uh, he's been called the grandfather or the great godfather of aromatherapy, Gat Fosse. Mm. And he was um, researching, I think it was Napoleon who was marching his troops through pine forests and through France, and they, um, many, many people were being affected by sort of plagues and flu ap- epidemics that were sweeping across Europe. And he noticed that his soldiers who were sleeping and, and working and walking through pine forests had protection, some kind of natural protection from this. And what I love when I go down to the south of France, or those Mediterranean countries, is on those amazing walks is that scent of pine in the atmosphere because it's rich with essential oil, isn't it? It is, and it's it's the resin that's so full of it. And you really, on a sunny day, when, when you have the heat warming the resin and all the volatility comes off, it's amazing. Mm. Uh, but we shouldn't be burning essential oils, should we? So, I mean, a lot of people, I think, will burn oils around Christmas time, put oils into burners. What do you think about that? Mm, I think... I'd be really careful because especially if you have asthma or you're pregnant or you suffer with any kind of health condition involving inhalation and breathing, you want to be really careful because they are extremely potent. And we know that. And you and I know enough Mm. to be very careful, but there are an awful lot of people who want to experiment. And I think... I'd be very cautious about it. But rather than burning oils, I actually prefer to diffuse them. Mm. So I'm really into these sort of nebulizing diffusers where they just sort of seem to get pumped out with a little bit of steam and air in a very natural way. And that humidity is really great for your skin too and for your environment. We live in very dry environments now. And actually, it's a wonderful thing to have a little bit of humidity in your house Mm. and to really have that carrying the fragrance all the way through is a wonderful thing the scents are amazing we talked about conifers you've obviously talked about fir and pine but of course leading from that is the yew tree which is is it native Mm. to britain the yew tree yeah and that is very powerful isn't it i mean the cancer treatments now that are coming from you is extraordinary and it's i can remember a time when at kew we'd put out sheets beneath yew hedges and trim the hedges into the sheets so that we were collecting every bit of you and it was happening all over the country because we understood the chemistry in the you but it hadn't been synthesized yet so we were still reliant on the actual plant material for the origins of the activity for those very important drugs so is that taxol for example that's taxol breast cancer that's Mm. coming but again that is toxic isn't it? So is it all about dosage or how, how does it work? Yes, does it suddenly become, become a good guy rather than a bad guy? This is about balance. It's about understanding the chemistry. It's about controlling the chemistry. So plants are very subject to the environment around them. And what they produce chemically really depends on the season and how much sun, how much water, how much wind they've had as to what they've produced and the concentration in the plant material. But you is always going to be toxic, isn't it? I mean, it's you, always you, you going to be, be careful with animals and, and, again, with children, with berries. Absolutely. And it's one of the things, it's actually in the inside of the berry that's so dangerous. And so you'll see um, animals consuming the berry and then spitting out the seed. And oh, it's really? the bit around the seed that's so toxic. And is that but, the bit that's used for taxol? 
No, it's the, from the plant from the leaf material. That's oh, used is it? For, oh, for it's the green, salts, the green. The greens. Ah. But it's really important to note this. These are the things. There are toxic plants around you all the time, and you should be teaching your kids mm. what to put in their mouth and what not to put in their mouth from an mm. early age. I started learning about the garden from about the age two or three. And I knew, for example, that strawberries were free game. And I, that was like <laughs> open access. And you didn't have to ask someone, could you have a plate with them from the refrigerator? You just went okay. out to the garden and helped yourself. Yeah. Equally, I knew there were things to avoid. I learned very early about poison ivy, which in America is important to know. Is that the same as normal ivy that, again, we, nope. may, be, we may have in our homes now for ornamentation? Nope. Completely different. So what is, is poison ivy? Poison ivy is... Um, actually called toxicodium because its leaves are so toxic and the oil of the leaves gets on your skin. It gets on your animals. So they mm. brush by. It doesn't bother them, but it's on their fur and then you bring them in the house and it causes a skin reaction. Right. And for in some people, it can be very extreme. And of mm. course, because you don't realize you have it on your hands, mm. you touch yourself in other places and pretty soon you've got it Oh all over. Do we have it here? No. I, I'm, I was going to say, I'm, I'm not aware of it in no, the West Country. No, you don't have farm. it. We, I know we have a lot of plants to watch out for, but that's not what No, you have nettles instead, which we is a short-term pain. <laughs> they make but very good soup. <laughs> they do, and they're very good for you. Yeah, very nutritious. And they make wonderful yeah. tea. But no, this that's a uniquely American thing. But my mm. point is is that whatever you bring into your house that's plant material, it's, mm. it does have a risk. Yeah. And it's a risk that you shouldn't avoid. You should just educate your yeah, kids. Yeah, be respectful. And be respectful mm. of the plant material because they're wonderful things. I mean, ivy has a huge history. Well, I and love ivy. My fireplace is a, a decorated with ivy at the moment. I love bringing it in and, and it lasts for ages. So it's, it doesn't kind of wilt and go all weedy in the central heating. And it's, I mean, it's, an, it's important to plant it and grow it because it provides early and late uh, food for butterflies and bees, which does is pretty it? cool. Yeah. How, how does it do that? Because I think of it as just a, a leafy green plant. If you look at ivy berries, and it, it flowers like anything else. So those flowers very early on in the season are very important. And then again, late in the season, mm. it does continue to flower. And so it's it's very subtle, and it's not something you'd really notice. But it is critical for our bird and bee populations Gosh, so and ivy. butterflies. And I like it because it's very hard wearing. It's kind of like heavy duty plant. You can plant it and it seems to survive climbing up the fences that you might want to conceal or, you know, ugly areas you of the can, garden. <laughs> you can run a mower over it to keep it contained. I mean, it really, really? is. Yeah. I've, you can be quite brutal with ivy, Gosh. but it is one of those critical things for the environment. Yeah. But also it's it contains potent plant chemistry mm. and it's plant chemistry that we've used before on skin. Yes. And it's also one of those herbal ingredients that appears throughout time. And some remedies that I think are kind of dodgy, but, right, you like know, <laughs> oh, I've seen the it. Slimming as like, remedies. That, that, yeah, that and things thing. where it's that it's that kind of thing where I think, mm, yeah, I don't see where the science supports that. Okay. But I do think the science does support it, its firming and toning properties. Absolutely. Well, that's tannin. how I know it. Yeah. yeah the, the tannins, you know, using it in kind of so-called anti-cellulite treatments and certainly products that will help to firm and, and tone the skin and, and, and smooth it. And it's perfect for that, extracted mm. in that situation. Mm. So, And that just comes from regular, regular ivy. Regular old ivy. Yeah. And, and how would you get an extract? Would you harvest it and then would you steep it? Yeah, so it'll be hand harvested, stripped off the vine. 
So you just end up with the leaves chopped up mm -hmm. and put into water and allowed to soak. And then you take that extract and then use that. Yeah, filter it and then add it to a product. Fantastic. And talking about adding things, finally, let's just talk very briefly coming into Christmas about some of the spices that we might be adding in. You know, if we're going to be mulling wine, then we're going to be chucking in a whole handful of botanicals, aren't we? I'm thinking mm. about star anise and cloves and cinnamon and ginger. Nutmeg. And it's really interesting to me. I started, we talked about talking about Christmas and mm. I started to think about it. And this for me is this holiday that's all about family and home. And I think of it as being very traditional. It's a time to really relate to mm. one another, to be kind and all of those things. And I don't think of it as an exotic holiday at all. And yet a lot of these ingredients that we use for things like that are exotics. They come from far-flung parts of the world, and they would have arrived in Europe as part of the empire and coming from Malaysia and Indonesia and those kinds of places. Mm -hmm. And even you think of the oranges that are stuck in the toe of your stocking. <laughs> those originally started in China and then worked their way across the globe. So they really coming for what would have been cold wintertime England, mm. that's a pretty exotic thing to have. Very exotic, very special. We think of mm. them as sort of every day now. Orange juice is just a regular thing. But but it would have been really yeah. special and a real treat, more so even than the candy that you would have put in the stocking. Mm. So all of those things, cinnamon, it's such a fantastic smell and taste. Mm. And it's so sensory. And yet it comes from a really boring part of a tree. It comes from the bark. Does it really? Yeah, and they they are called quills, and they naturally roll back on themselves um, as the bark peels off the tree. And so they're not damaging the tree when they harvest so it. So it's sustainable. So it's you, totally you can literally sustainable. Just, just pull off the, the cinnamon quills and no trees yeah. were harmed in the creating of this product. No, not at all. Yeah, it's and it's a fantastic ingredient. Oh. And again, it's one of those... Fan, it just... I can't say enough about mm. how potent the essential oils well, I, are from these things. And, well, from cinnamon, um, I do know from research that I've done that during the um, the Spanish flu epidemic mm. of the last century, that those who were working in the cinnamon factories making you know these grand spices were very protected, highly protected from from the flu epidemic because they were inhaling the, the cinnamon. Yeah. powder and, and just volatile oils coming off these quills. And there's it's a lot of these essential oils are antibacterial, mm. and they're antibacterial for one reason, and that's to protect the plant. So they protect, if the bark is the protection for the tree, that's where you'd find the potent antibacterial material because that's where the tree is going to come into contact with something that's going to damage it. Mm. Is this why in fruits and vegetables the nutrients are often contained in the skin because the antioxidants are there on the for the protective outer coating yeah. so we so we shouldn't be peeling our apples and carrots you know because that is where the concentration of the goodness is yeah that i mean it is it's a strategy this is a if you can't get up and walk away from danger then yeah. you start to think about producing chemistry that's going to put somebody off eating you yeah and that is exactly what plants do yeah. and they do it time and time again. If you look at cloves, if you think about making a pomander at this time I was of just year, just thinking about that, yeah, about and you studying stick... my oranges with with cloves. Did that come from Elizabethan times? It did, and it comes from a knowledge about what goes on with that clove. Because cloves, because they're antibacterial, bacteriostatic, they're going to put off mold and fungus and make the surface of that orange a really 
unpalatable place to be. So you get that wonderful blend of clove and citrus together and as a fragrancing thing to fragrance if you weren't washing your clothes all the time. You did need mm, a little bit of extra help. help. And that would be a great place to get extra help in your cupboards to keep linens fresh. And it oh will gosh. put off any kind of pest coming in. I didn't realize that it would actually help also, you know, preserve the orange because you've got the antibacterial yeah. oils from the cloves. I do love it. It's a wonderful smell and I'm going to be very much bringing it into my house even more, perhaps year round, actually. I, I personally, clove is one of those things for me that it um, brings back memories of mm. the season. Every time, I, all I have to do is smell it and I think of family and friends yeah. and... And just one of the really simple things that I've been doing recently with some of these lovely spices is just making a really warming drink. And it might be something just like a regular cup of tea or a cup of coffee or, you know, maybe a chai latte or something if I'm feeling a bit more adventurous. And just throwing in something like a cardamom pod or a clove and letting it infuse for a few minutes and just getting that extra warming spiciness, which not only tastes so delicious, but also is giving us some antibacterial protection. I'm a big fan of just chopping up ginger, adding hot water, maybe a little mm. bit of honey and some other spices. Yeah. But ginger is the core for me. And I actually, I'm going to say this and then I'll end up with a Christmas cold. I haven't <laughs> had a cold in ages because I have... Yeah ginger every day in my diet and I know that that's helping to protect my system yeah. and to build up my immunity against the small things so yeah I'd go for it and it's such a great experiment you know yeah. that you can really tailor a drink and make it your own creation and it's a wonderful way to add to a cocktail or you know, oh just wow <laughs> definitely <laughs> make it a beneficial as well as fun beverage. exactly a beneficial beverage well on that note jennifer thank you so much for sharing just a little bit of your vast my knowledge. absolute pleasure thank you and i hope that you'll come back again and we can Absolutely. take a bit more of a deeper dive into the bounty of the botanical world and that is about it for today thank you so much for tuning in i am so looking forward to having the pleasure of your company during the coming year ahead so do click and press the subscribe button so that you don't miss a single word of my podcast we have so many more great guests lined up from the world of well-being who's going to be joining me here in the months to come you really genuinely don't want to miss these podcasts now don't forget you can head over now to lizellwellbeing.com and there you'll find the latest news. We've got some brand new recipe ideas, some offers, well-being events, as well, of course, as the podcast notes from today's show. So much, I think, to relive and relook at from the world of botanicals there. So until next time, thank you for tuning in. If you are listening to this at Christmas time, may I take a moment to wish you and your loved ones a very happy Christmas and a healthy new year. Bye-bye. sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.